0: Welcome to the Make Some Gains podcast. I'm your host, Summer Venowitz, and this is a space where I'll be cutting through the bullshit and stripping away the filter. My aim is to help you reframe your mind, question the norms, and push you to achieve new levels of success. Through raw conversations, I'll open up about my personal experiences, my ideas, and my struggles. I want to empower you to live up to your full potential. Let's go make some gains. back to the podcast guess what I just did I bought a new microphone we have upgraded from the iPhone microphone that I bought for $30 and we officially invested in a professional microphone and I just recorded a 30-minute podcast episode and it sounded like absolute dog doo-doo because I was holding the microphone right up to my mouth (laughs) So here we are, take two, because I'm a perfectionist and I can't stand low quality podcasts, especially. I'm fine with like low quality video, whatever. Um, but when it comes to podcasts, like you want it to sound nice, especially the first round of the microphone. Like, come on, we can do better. So here we are. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to give a little shout out. Next week, I'm hosting a free challenge. It's called Fuck Your Fears for Fat Loss. This is a challenge that's going to help you crush your fears around food, around the scale, around growing out of your old clothes so that you can finally strut around with confidence. You can wear the sports bra and the shorts. You can outlift all the dudes in the weight weight section of the gym so that you can love what you see in the mirror and right now maybe you're feeling okay your health and fitness journey feels okay but you know that you're not living optimally you know that you're meant to feel fucking great you know that you are meant to strut around enjoy the process and not feel so restricted so the challenge is going to be challenging. It is going to require you to show up different and practice a different mindset than you've had in the past. But I can promise you, if you show up and you take this shit seriously, this could change the course of your entire life. So there's going to be four live trainings back to back. So it is going to be a lot. They will be recorded If you're unable to make it, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be giving daily action steps. We're going to touch on, again, exercise, nutrition, and uh, it's going to be a vibe. We're going to be able to hang out. We're going to have a few giveaways, and uh, the link to sign up will be in the show notes, as always. So today's Topic is, uh, it correlates beautifully with this is why you're failing your fitness journey. And it's because of this one singular thing, your fitness journey is feeling hard. You feel like you're on the brink of failing it because you're doing it solely for a fat ass and a flat stomach. When you're using exercise and food as a means to an end, right, you're using food and exercise to achieve the body and solely to achieve the body, it will always feel hard. It will always feel like you're dragging along and you will never feel satisfied. This is coming from somebody who has stepped on a bodybuilding stage. I have been lean as fuck and I still was not satif- satisfied. I still was not happy. I still was not lean enough. And this is a vicious cycle that so many women are stuck in and uh, I want to I want you I want to help you break out of this. <laughs> You're getting me all tripped up. <laughs> so recently, I have realized that solely weightlifting does not light my soul on fire like it used to I have been a hardcore weightlifter five to six days a week for the last two to three years if not even more than that I mean that's when I got really really serious about it and really consistent with it but what I found is there's some days where I'm just dragging and I don't like I'm not lit up by it like the 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 reason to exercise is to for two main goals number 1 feeling good and number 2 longevity and overall health aesthetics and physical progress is just the icing on top of those two things if for at any point you are trying to achieve abs or the booty or whatever and you're not feeling good it's actually creating you it's it's making you feel worse or It's hurting your overall health. It's not worth it. And you need to try a different approach. So like I said, recently, weightlifting has not been my thing. And instead of forcing myself to go and get it done... I went out and I got a Hotworks membership. If any of you have heard of this, it is an infrared sauna studio and they have virtual classes within those saunas. So they have hot yoga, they have Pilates, they have weights, they have like a hit, which I will never take part in, (laughs) and like a core of different classes that you can book and take. And so I thought this would be a really good variety of exercise for me instead of weightlifting All the time. I'm definitely gonna continue weightlifting, um, probably three to four days a week, but on the other days, I am going to partake in this sauna workout. How fun. I love being warm too. It's so it's like a double win. Anyways. Like I said, you should be moving your body for two main goals, feeling good and overall health. If you are killing yourself in the gym for two hours a day, you're doing high intensity cardio or even high intensity weights, and afterwards you're feeling more tired, more drained than you were to start, that's a sign to me that you're pushing too hard, you're doing too much, and uh, most likely you're doing this again to achieve the goal body that you're going for, but it's hurting the way that you're feeling and probably your overall health. So this is a sign. Like I said, this used to be me. I went through a phase like this where I would work out for two hours a day, hardcore weightlifting. I'd get done and I'm like, I literally can't do anything for the rest of the day. (laughs) Like that is not the point of exercise. The point of exercise is to energize you and uh, help you live a, a better, more productive life. And so that's one end of the spectrum is doing too much. But on the other end of the spectrum, it's one thing to dread your workouts here and there and push through for the the mental toughness of it, right? I've also been there where leg days, I will never enjoy leg days. That is never anything that I'm excited to do. But a lot of times when you push through, you get yourself there, you get it done. Um, there's this mental toughness factor to it that is is really nice and it's it's building that trust with yourself. But on the other end of this, if you are skipping your workout because of how much you dread it, right? You're like, fuck leg day, I'm not going, not happening, I'm not moving my body today, you should be switching the type of exercise you do to something that you look forward to. Begin, exercise, it's there to make you feel good and uh, help you live a long, healthy life. So it's something you should be implementing on a daily basis. And if you're choosing a form of exercise, right you have four miles to run, and you're skipping that because you're like, ew, no, I don't want to do that, then pick something that you will enjoy. I don't give a damn if you are putting on music and dancing around your living room. I don't care if you buy a hula hoop and you go hula hoop around in your front yard. You chase your dog around the park. You go for a walk. Get in the movement. Find the time. Get it in. And I guarantee you'll feel better afterwards as long as you're choosing a form that you truly enjoy. Again, getting your body moving is there to energize you, help you feel good, and help you live a long life. You should be purposely moving your body every single day. Same with nutrition. If you are jumping on a diet just to lose a few pounds before summer, this is indicating to me that you're only attempting to be healthy or quote-unquote eat these healthy foods as a means to an end. This shit needs to be a lifestyle if you want to live a long, happy, energized life. I don't want you feeling like shit for eating junk half of the year and then Feeling like shit for starving yourself the other half of the year, right? Like summertime, we're like, oh, skinny, I'm going to eat salads. And then the other half are like, give me all the food. And then you're feeling like shit 95% of the time and you have a few good days here and there. That is not the life that I want you to live. I want you to love the food that you eat, fuel your body with nutrient-dense foods, eat treats here and there, and feel good. What if you felt good 95% of the time instead of 5% of the time, right? Like, let's swap that. This is possible. This is the life that I live, you guys. (laughs) This is the life that I live, and I want you to live it. For example, yesterday I ate a veggie egg scramble for breakfast, I ate a steak quesadilla for lunch, tortillas, cheese, sour cream, I ate salmon and rice and veggies for dinner, and then I topped it all off with some Girl Scout cookies. Like, no, that's not the most nutritious day of eating, but it's also not complete shit. I'm hitting my nutrients. I'm hitting even my macro goals. So therefore I am going to make physical progress. But again, that's not my, that's not even my main goal. I eat the way that I do because it makes me feel fucking good. There's a fun, there's a mix of fun and nutrient dense foods. I pay attention to nutrition labels, but I don't make it mean so much, right? There's people out there where they're like, canola oil. Nope. Absolutely not right? Like if, if there's fucking canola oil in your cookie and you eat a cookie once a week, who the fuck cares? I track my macros, but I don't necessarily hit them every single day. There are days that I, I go out to eat. Tonight's probably going to be one. It's Logan's birthday and we're going out to eat. And I don't know where the heck we're going. It's like some fish place maybe. And, uh, I probably won't smash my macros, but I will for sure at least get close um, to my protein. And I don't have meltdowns over that. Like, if you're in a spot where you're tracking your calories and your whole mood is determined on whether or not you're hitting your calories or staying under them, like, that's a problem. That is not living life. That is living a fucking nightmare. I know that the amount of effort that I put in directly relates to my results. Like, this is a big, oh, awareness piece for a lot of people a lot of people come to me and they're like I'm not making progress and it's like how much effort are you putting in and they're like I don't know so I have a tool for you today this is straight out of my momentum program doors will open for that sometime in the future sometime in the coming months so if if this is something that you are like holy shit <laughs> if, this, if this tool you're like damn um that might be the place for you eventually so I want you to become aware of the effort that you're putting in. So get out a piece of paper or the notes section of your app, pause this episode if you need to, to get ready, and we're going to determine your level of effort. So your effort is not determined by how low your calories can get or by how much food you can cut out. It's actually the complete opposite. So what I want you to do is rate each of these categories out of 10. Number one, balancing your plate. Do you have an equal balance, a healthy balance of carbs, fat, protein, fiber, micronutrients? Is this anything that you're even remotely aware of? Do you know what a carb is? Do you know what a fat is? Do you know what a protein source is? If you're thinking like, what the fuck is fiber and how do I get it? Like, that's an issue. That's like, I don't even know. Like, this level of awareness is a basic need for for overall health for any of your goals for feeling good like you have to know about this shit I'm trying to think of an example that's like never checking your bank account and just like I hope that that's not something you do I know that's something some people do (laughs) it's just like like not knowing what you're putting in your body is like never checking your bank account and never knowing how much you make versus how much you spend number two protein intake So, for women, this is about one fist at each meal. Bacon, a high-fat ground beef, not a protein source. I mean, it has protein in it, but if it has more fat than protein in it, it is a fat source. Peanut butter is not a protein source. Never has been, never will be. So, one fistful. I would say at least three to four fistfuls of protein for an average woman. What about fruit and veggie intake? You don't even want to know what you should be getting. Six cups is the recommended amount of fruits and veggies. And I would say more veggies than fruit. Probably four out of six of those should be veggies. Well, four four to five veggies and about one to two fruit. So give yourself a rating on that one what about eating whole foods? So when I say whole foods, these aren't found in the middle aisles of the grocery store. They aren't in boxes or bags, right? This is going to be your fruits, your veggies, your meat, your avocados, your vegetable or your vegetable oil. Do not buy vegetable oil. <laughs> that is not a not a whole food. Um, your extra virgin olive oil, your avocado oil, your natural nut butters. That's gonna be that's gonna be your whole foods. Not protein bars. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what about listening to hunger and fullness cues? What I mean by this is, can you differentiate? between your stomach being hungry and your brain being hungry? Do you have a lot of cravings? Do you crave things even when you're not hungry? Do you tend to overeat, especially when you go out to eat, when you go out to restaurants? Do you feel like you have to finish your plate? Do you feel so bloated and full by the end of meals? Or do you feel like you have a good good grab on hunger and fullness? Next up, eating slowly and mindfully. So, uh, setting your fork down between each bite. Do you plow your food? <laughs> do you just do you have five minutes on your lunch break and you just down it? A lot of us. This is this is a very very common one among the people that I talk to is uh, rushing. We live in such a high paced society that I feel like we are always on the go. What about planning out your food? So each week, each day, do you have a plan? Do you grocery, do you have a grocery list when you go grocery shopping or do you just fucking wing it? Do you say, hmm, what do I feel like eating today? (laughs) Again, we're rating each of these out of 10. So for each one that I'm saying, give a score out of 10. Three to five spaced out meals. Are you eating breakfast? Are you snacking all day long? Are you eating a handful of nuts for lunch? Drinking coffee for breakfast? Do you have three to five spaced out meals? What about normalizing fear foods? Are there any fear or foods that you fear um, high fat high carb foods peanut butter bread those are two really common ones cookies cake ice cream are you scared to eat any of those do you think that it's just instantly gonna put fat on your body and do you eat those ever or do you cut them out if you're cutting any foods out instant zero instant zero you don't even get to get on the scoreboard (laughs) and then lastly eating without distraction Do you eat in the car? Do you eat while you're watching TV? Do you eat while you're talking to people, right? Are you on your computer, on your phone while you're eating? Or do you sit the plate down and have a date with your food? I'm assuming most of us are probably not doing this. Unless you've been a client of mine. Okay, so what I want you to do now is add up. There's 10 categories I want you to add up each of those numbers, come up with a total score and put that over a hundred. This is your percent effort. If you are anything lower than a 75%, I would say even lower than a 90%, maybe 80, 80%, red flag. You should probably join the challenge next week. Link is in the show notes. So the shit, it gets to be easy. Like if for real, if you got a low score on this effort, I mean, look at whatever you rated lowest and maybe it's time to have a reality check and maybe it's time to fix that. Maybe it's time to start putting more effort in that category because it gets to be easy. It, it gets to be something that doesn't consume your mind every single minute of every day. We don't have to obsess over calories and getting them as low as possible. It gets to be something that you lean into instead of trying to force it. Instead of trying to force yourself to lose the weight. Instead of trying to force yourself to fit into the smaller clothes. But you have to focus on... Your focus has to change. We can't be stepping on the scale daily, praying that it goes down. That's a one-way ticket to misery. We can't keep the old clothes in our closet and pull those babies out to measure our progress once a month. That's a one-way ticket to misery and lots of tears. Your progress shouldn't have anything to do with your size. Again, your size might change, right? That might be the tip of the iceberg. That might be the icing on top, but it should not be the main focus. It should have everything to do with how you feel. Let me put it this way. If you were five pounds heavier and one size bigger than you are right now, but you were the most confident you've ever fucking been, you looked more toned, you literally jump out of bed with excitement for the day and uh, what you get to pursue, you have energy rushing through your body, you feel like a fucking queen, you're social, you're confident, you're effortlessly making time for yourself. You're balancing all areas of life. You're chasing any goal that comes your way. You're like, yes, I got this. Would you accept that if you were five pounds heavier and one size larger? If you said if you said no to that, we have a major problem. But I'm assuming most of you would be like, okay, yeah. Like if I look better and I feel better and I feel like a queen, sure. And I challenge you to to start to focus on this. Focus on how you feel without directly associating it to how you look in the moment. If you can get on this wave, this wave of, okay, I'm accepting where I'm currently at and I can want to change. I can take the steps to change. I can take the steps that make me feel my best. And if the progress comes, when the progress comes, it'll come in divine timing. If you can get on this wave... You will It'll rock your socks off (laughs) It'll rock your socks off The less that you obsess over it And the more that you focus on the small wins The better, the easier the entire process feels And then you don't have to wait, right? You want to feel confident You want to feel empowered You want to feel like you are accomplishing shit and right now, you are pushing that off. You're saying, when I lose the 10 pounds, that's when I'll feel confident. That's when I'll feel happy. But when you focus, you switch the focus to, I am making progress starting today. I'm focusing on the small wins. I'm focusing on feeling better. I'm making tweaks to feel even better every single day. That confidence, that empowered feeling, that happiness, it, 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 it's created right away. So there's no more waiting. It's creating it in the moment. So like I said, if you resonate with any of this, I highly recommend joining the challenge, the free challenge next week. Link is in the show notes. I wanted to ask you all too, if you're still here, I am I'm caught between solo episodes and guest episodes. I, I like a balance of both, but I'm curious what you guys find more value in. If you find value in the guests versus the solo, I, I feel like me personally I prefer listening to solo episodes, especially if I'm trying to learn something versus if I'm just trying to get uh, entertained, then I feel like guests are fine. So I, I really, if you're listening to this, I would love for you to reach out, DM me, let me know what you prefer. If there's any guests that you want to hear from, any topics that you want to hear, like I, I created this for you. And so if you have any input, I would love it. All right that is that for this week. I love you and I will talk to you next time.